Hey, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. If you attend New Spring or watch us online, you know right now we're in a series of sermons called Worlds of Warfare 3, The Weapons. This particular iteration of our anthology on spiritual warfare is about the weapons that God's people have uh, to do battle against the forces of darkness that come against us. And what we're seeing each week is that as God followers, we don't fight with the weapons that this world fights with. We don't fight with material weapons, or we don't fight with things like intimidation or anger, or hostility, or getting even. And this last weekend, we talked about the weapon of prayer. And it was such a big topic, I found myself kind of overmatched to bring the whole message in 30 minutes. So today and tomorrow, I would like to, I'd like to bring some things uh, from my preparation for that sermon that didn't quite make it into the sermon because of that clock that kept running. In the message, I shared with you that if you called the role from Scripture, you would see that God's people have fought their battles with prayer through the ages. And I mentioned four different illustrations. I could have mentioned probably over a hundred, but there were four that I mentioned, and I want to go to one of those illustrations. And I think it's especially important to look at this particular story because in our times, and I think largely due to social media, there's this rush to somehow get even or to answer back if someone uh, writes something uh, to us or about us or says something about us negatively. There's something within us that wants to rise up and get back. What I want to talk to us about today as God followers is it's far more important to understand that our power is not in our ability to retaliate or to answer back when someone uh, attacks us verbally. I want to pull the story from 2 Kings chapter 19, and I'm only going to be able to like look at a verse or two here. So if this interests you, I would encourage you to read this whole section in here about King Hezekiah. In chapter 19, Hezekiah is being um, threatened by the king of Assyria. And I know how it is when you read the Bible. There are all these nations and all these battles. But what I'd like to ask you to focus on here uh, historically is that this is the time where Israel and Judah are going to be threatened with captivity. Uh, again, I know this is old history, but after uh, King Solomon died, the nation that we know of as Israel split into two nations, and they remained split until they both went into captivity. Uh, there was the northern kingdom, and uh, that were, there were ten tribes in the northern kingdom. And in the southern kingdom, there were two tribes, uh, and of course Jerusalem was in that southern kingdom. Now the reason why I go off on that history is by the time you get to 2 Kings 19, the northern kingdom has already gone into captivity. And what makes this really important is the northern kingdom has gone into captivity to the Assyrians. Uh, the southern kingdom will go into captivity in several decades, but they'll go into captivity to Babylon. But at this particular moment, the king of Assyria, which has already taken the northern ten tribes, is now threatening King Hezekiah of Judah, who leads the southern two tribes. And the king of Assyria is basically saying to Hezekiah, who's a wonderful king, what makes you think that your God will protect you when the gods of all the other nations didn't protect them? And oh, by the way, so many of your own people have already gone into captivity. So he writes Hezekiah this trash-talking letter in which basically he says to Hezekiah, you have no choice but to surrender to me. Now, if Hezekiah was a 21st century American Christian, 
when Sennacherib wrote his letter, you know, Hezekiah, if he was of our times, he might have wanted to write his own letter to get back at Sennacherib. But he does the most wonderful thing. And that's what I want to bring you to today. And in 2 Kings 19, verse 14, the Bible says, After Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. And then Hezekiah prayed this prayer, and then you can read on in the rest of the chapter, and you'll see that Hezekiah said, God, these threats are correct in nature. I mean, he is saying to, to God, this other powerful, the, this other nation, the Assyrians, are far more powerful than we are. And it's true that the gods of the other nations didn't help them because they weren't gods at all. But I, I just think it's so beautiful that Hezekiah, instead of getting back at Sennacherib, he just spreads the letter out before God and says, God, look at what he wrote. Now, the reason why I go here today is I think because things are so volatile, especially on social media and people write and say so many things, there's a time for us to, when we're under attack, just to take it to God and say, God, here's what this person said about me. God, here's what this person wrote about me, and I'm leaving it with you. And you know, when we do that, we discover something far more powerful than our ability to write some kind of cutting comment back because we put it in the hands of God. So I would just ask us to think about that, especially in this age of social media and the volatility of the comment threads and all that. Let's not get caught up in all that. If someone really uh, says something to hurt us, let's just take it to God and, and just, you know, take your iPad or your phone or whatever, and just show it to God and say, God, look at what she wrote, you know, and leave it with God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word and the way that we have the opportunity to pray so many different kinds of prayer for so many different situations. And Lord, please help us not to get into the uh, retaliation game that's so popular today, but instead when someone writes or says something about us, let's help us remember to take it to you and trust you with it because this is how we fight our battles. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm so glad you joined me today for Noah's Window. I got one more uh, little story I want to share with you tomorrow uh, that didn't quite make it into the sermon. I'll see you tomorrow.